No, we need to gunk it up. We need to we need to stick the gunk into our mouths and and we already gunk fat verses. Oh, we definitely have gunk. Oh, okay. We hungry. I mean, we can make more gunk. I'm I'm a gunk factory right now. <laughs> Gross. Although I will say we have to cut down on the amount of pre-show bits that we talk that we specifically talk and use the word gunk. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's too much. <laughs> We're very funny, so I'm not too worried. But I would like to have a little bit more more substance here at the beginning. Heard that. Um, for some reason, the phrase like chicken fat is stuck in my head and won't leave. So can you do something with that? Yeah. Is that anything? Yeah, so, absolutely. Okay. So let's let's so, get into the texture. Oh. It's slimy and not satisfying. I hate chicken fat. I hate eating chicken fat. I don't know how my family does it. Does your family eat chicken fat? I I feel like I have memories of eating chicken fat. I feel like I did it for fun as a kid. Yeah. Um, but you know what's the worst thing about talking about chicken fat? There's a word that comes to mind when I think of chicken fat. And it's what we're doing right now, and Joe just asked us not to say it at the beginning of every episode, but oh, it's gunky. Gunk? It, that's, that's a gunky substance. It is a gunky substance. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It, we're it really clogs... hitting the nail on the head with this one. <laughs> yeah, it clogs up fault. both your arteries and the plumbing. Yes, and this conversation. <laughs> I'm not happy with with this chicken Does fat. Does anyone else have... <laughs> oh, let's start calling it chicken fat. And then no! That is. <laughs> let's yeah. not and say we didn't. What's what's stuck in your head right now, Ray? Um, well, one, I just really want to talk about this, this game, and I hope that we do it justice. I'm really worried about that, honestly. We're going to do a great job, but we can't do that until we get the gunk down. You can't make the gunk be talking about how excited you are to do the episode. Come on, baby. Unless you wash it down with a nice tea soda. That's not trademarked yet. We're working on the name. Tea soda? I got a, I got a new soda coming out. It's for Ooh, all what's it taste like? You... What flavor? So... <clears throat> Imagine chicken fat. No. <laughs> Why do you do that? <laughs> but it has a fizzy aftertaste, like, you know, like that. I'm going to go throw up <laughs> right now. God. <sighs> you guys just got to said I don't like the idea. I you was know, supporting. <laughs> I support I was parents. so ready to have a pure and refreshing and uplifting bit. Tea soda. I was like, okay, what's Terrence, what's Terrence got? Tea soda. Yeah, that sounds great. I want some lemon lime, some something. He comes in here with chicken fat. I'm in a fever nightmare right now. This is what this is. Fizzy chicken fat. I do look like the type to uh, make a lemon lime soda. Yeah, like yellow is your favorite color. I'm like, (laughs) definitely. I can see the can. I can see the branding. Where are we going with this? And you drove me into the ground. It won't even be that salty. All right. So let's get it. <laughs> I can't listen to you anymore. Welcome to Gaming New Horizons. It's a podcast where your three best friends talk to you about What's new in video games, if they're feeling like it? And then they focus on one very particular game, that Fortnite. Damn it. Whoa. What? Wow. Because I can't say that week. We're keeping it. Who are you? That episode. That episode. (laughs) That epi. That sucks. That EP. Episode is just such a lame word. (laughs) That time. That, that time. That, that then they focus. They, they drill down on one game that they're really feeling. That and, fun session sessions sharp fe. And then they just talk about it and just chat. And I know you're here for that gaming content. I'm your best friend Joe. I'm your best friend T. I'm your best friend Ray. And guys, what's going on in the world of games right now? Anything hot? Anything happening? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got Hit something. Me. Hit me. Bam! Sword of the Creator. Byleth. Bam. Smash. Byleth's in Smash. Oh, yeah. Wait, he's in Smash now? Yes. They released yesterday on the 28th, like Mr. Sakurai told us. Yep. I feel like trash, dude. 
You didn't even you haven't even played it. They're really even... fun. Hey, go I... play around right now. I haven't played it either. That's oh not a joke. Gosh, play around right thing, now. Though. Like, okay, Terrence I'm, I'm had playing... my switch. I'm Is playing it here? Right now. Yeah. Do you want us to stop recording and go play? No, keep recording and just play around right now. I, just, right? I no. just played around. I just, no, let's do it. I'm not kidding. No, do it doing? on uh, air right, right give me, now. Give me, give me a moment. I uh, Joe walked away to grab his switch. Do Are it. Are we going to have to like wait for a download? Yep. Yes. We can keep talking while that happens, but yes. Can we both do. have a slice? I want pizza. I meant of your uh, of your controller. Oh yeah, let's both okay. let's both take a Joy-Con. Oh my gosh, we have to download it. This is why they're called Joy-Cons. So we'll take the smash cut once this is finished downloading because you know software Man. and stuff. So I'll so obviously you being the edu- the one so you played it then right right. Oh, I played a lot. Okay, so <laughs> Violet is uh like we said um last time, Violet <laughs> is a character from uh Fire Emblem Three Houses. And so, Ray, can you tell us about the character and how he works? Byleth is really fun and is in my wheelhouse. They're very slow, but they have a huge kit that's very dynamic. I don't think they're going to be that great and competitive, but I like them. Mm-hmm. So, Here's a fun question for you geeks and gamers. How many Fire Emblem characters do you think are going to be in the next character pack out of six? At least four. It's got to be three and three, because that would only be fair, right? Yeah, so it's three Fire Emblem and three Fire Emblem. <laughs> There's three new Fire Emblem three, Yeah, three of them are from Fire Emblem, like, the, next the new game. stuff after Awakening, mm-hmm. and then three of them are from Fire Emblem before Awakening. Yeah. that yeah. That'll... You know, those memorable characters that everybody Yeah, remembers. so Ryoma, Longku, Shida. You could, you could say any two <laughs> syllables back to back. Lawrence, probably. Lawrence, original Lawrence, not the new Lawrence. Um, that's exactly. Probably what I was a Versa. That's too many characters. I have to get rid of one. Hold on. Um, I know that our I Smash. That's oh. okay. Three minutes left. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I know that our Smash cut is not a Fire Emblem cut, but Smash Bros is kind of like Fire Emblem with friends. Um, mm-hmm. how many? Just a quick question. How many Fire Emblem games have you played through more than ten hours? Me. Right. Yeah, I don't want to say finish because I mean, it's, ex- <laughs> it's expecting a lot. But um, yeah, okay, so which was the one with Lin in it? I don't know. I just Fire. don't know who Lin. Sacred oh, Stones. Okay. Lin was in Smash Bros. Melee mm-hmm. as a tro- yeah. no as brawl as a trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Blazing Blade. So four twenty. <laughs> okay, so I have played one, two. Do we count spinoffs? Uh, I, I don't see why not, to oh, be totally honest. it's because he wants to talk about Fire Emblem Heroes. Go ahead, Ray. Talk yeah. about oh. Fire Emblem Heroes. And Warriors. So, I've played mm. The Blazing oh. Blade, Awakening, Fates. Does Fates count as three games or one? It's one game. Okay. So, Fates. Um, three Houses. I've also played Heroes on Mobile and Warriors, the, the, the Dynasty Warriors one, and also... Shin Megami, Shin Megami I need a <laughs> same thing, man. I mean, need a, yeah. a need a number, and also this game that we're talking about this week is not a Fire Emblem game. It's not. No, it's okay. not. Even though pretty convincing, it has, they told me that it, it has was. a lot of Fire Emblem DNA, but it's not a Fire Emblem game. It, you're right. It's a Shin Megami Tensei game. Six. I have played six Fire Emblem games that are for more than ten hours. Eight if you include all the Fates ones. Uh, that makes yes. eleven if you include the three Super Smash Bros. that have most. <laughs> yes. Thank so, you. You're welcome. I have played eleven Fire Emblem games. <laughs> eleven Fire Emblem games. Eleven and a half if you count. Ray, I thought that's, that's more. That's more Fire Emblem games than Kingdom Hearts games. You, you're a fake I man. don't know. Okay, hold on. I've played Kingdom Hearts one, Chain of Memories two. 358 over two days, 2.8, mm-hmm. not coded. And also, um, since Cloud is in Smash Brothers, that's technically a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> okay, so I yeah. mean, you're not Smash wrong. Bros, <laughs> or Smash Bros. for Wii U and Switch, that's two. For Wii U and 3DS, that's two of them. So, also for the Switch, so that's eight so far. Um, it's okay, only one minute left. I'm losing a lot of traction here. Uh, who, which character? What series was this we're talking about? Uh, Pokemon. Okay, I have never played a Pokemon game. 
you ever mean in my life. A Pokemon game that was Sword on and the Shield PS2? is a Fire Emblem game. It has Sword and Shield in it. Oh, like, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting about that. Swords and Shields are both important parts of the Web and Triangle. Mm. Shield. shield beats sword, shield sword beats shield. It's and then, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Pokemon DLC. Key part. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, uh, we got I've, 2% left, and it's saying a minute, so. I Here's my truth. I've played a lot of Fire Emblem games, but none of the, oh. uh, not a lot of the older Did you hear ones. that? What? Oh, that reminds two more minutes. <laughs> oh. It got to 100%, and then it just, now we're updating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotcha. downloaded the update. Now we're updating. Yeah, it's probably gonna install next. So this is a good bit. This is... <laughs> I'm glad I'm we're here. It. I love it. I've been talking nonstop for like a minute, and I'm so tired. I want to know your takes on Violet because I think Violet... we should just play one two stock game mm-hmm. against a computer on Garrig Mock, and then I'll take the first stock, and you can take the second okay. stock. That works. Oh, just kidding. I'm gonna win. Ike, Yoshi. Should I turn the volume off or should I leave it on? You should definitely leave it on. Okay, I'm going to leave it on. Right. Violet joins the battle. Oh, his hair is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Get ready for a big slew of... You got this. It literally just looks like... Seven? Seven? Uh Uh-huh. What? What? Seven? Mm -hmm. I'm skipping those. Goodbye. Money! Tickets! Do you know what you can do with that much gold in this game? I have no idea, yeah. but that, it looks like a lot of gold. Probably continue on classic mode a couple of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably get more content from this game right. that you play so much. Uh, create rule set. Stock, two stock. Actually, let's just do one stock battle, and then we can each do one. Okay. CPU level is going to be five. One stock. Got it. Uh, we're gonna go to Garrick Mock. Where is it, Ray? On this map screen. It would the probably at the end. very bottom right. Yeah. Oh, tight. Yeah. Garrick Mock Ma- Monastery, which is a place in the Fire Emblem Three House game. Uh, Fire Emblem Three House. We did an episode on it. I brought this up. Um, feel free to check that out. It's a really good episode. Mm, yeah. There's a lot of saucy, uh, saucy characters in that game. You'll like it. I'm gonna it, smack the shit out of this little pink puffball. Take a guess. Right now, Ray, what pink puffball? It's probably Bowser. Ness. <laughs> wow, you are good. What do you mean? He got it right. Oh. It's I nice. thought you were talking I thought you were talking shit about my gameplay. Oh no no. Because I accidentally <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Okay. I appreciate it. Oh shit. Shut up. Oh, look at this. Dakunut. Oh, look at the mountains! Okay, that's pretty cool. A little chain. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a chain sword. So. Ooh, bow and arrow. It's Go like, to space! Oh my, oh my god! god she just has a smash it. on B? Uh, well. She just has a final kill. smash on neutral B. It's, uh. Uh-huh. That was scary. Uh. Mm-hmm. He didn't ha- not have that much percentage. I don't really understand how that was fair. Uh-huh. But now it's my turn. See, the difference about uh, me fighting a pink ball and Joe fighting a pink ball is, as customary for a T boy, the pink ball will have level 9. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Hardest difficulty. I want to see you get your ass kicked. So guess what pink boy it is. <laughs> I mean, You're fucked, just... dude. <laughs> Who's he fighting, Terrence? Or Ray? Now? Yeah. Not <laughs> Pink Puff Boy. Um, yeah. Um. You get one guess. Falco. Nope. You're Stop wrong. Stop it. You get another guess. Um. Marth. Nope. Violet. Nope. Edelgard! I don't know! <laughs> um. Yeah, I have like 80 people to choose oh from, goodness. and they're not all people. It's Rob. Ugh, darn. I was going to say Game & Watch. Almost there. Oh! Yeah, I would have given you partial credit for Game & Watch. See? <laughs> just has a smash on neutral Actually, B. he just hit a sticky bomb and blew oh, up. So <laughs> that arrow is amazing. So, he's way cool. Or they are way cooler than I expected them to be. They have a big kit. Yeah, like they Ray do. Like Ray said. And, they have a big uh, kit. 
The weapons are not nearly as standard Fire Emblem as I expected them to be. Yeah, it's not just another sword kid. Mm-hmm. No, which, I barely use the sword with Fire Like, we all knew that was... from the introductory video. Yeah. We knew that they were going to have a big kit and a lot of different types of weapons, but it, it's still... It, it's, a, it's a different feeling character than what you would... Like, when you hear just another Fire Emblem character, that's more disappointing than the actual yeah. gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. If Byleth was any of if if Byleth was Shantae, Shantae or something, but with this kit, people would be raving about Byleth, which some people are. I think it would have made, and, and stick with me for a second. I think it would have made more sense for it to be. I think it wouldn't have made more sense just because we use every main character from Fire Emblem series that they want to you know represent, mm-hmm. but. It would have. I think it would have been fine if we did. If we used a character that wasn't the main character, but yeah. kept the same kit. I think that would have been okay. Yeah. Or just a used lo- a different weapon entirely, like just an axe wielder instead. Yeah. Like okay. Adelgard with the axe. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been cool. But I'm glad that I'm happy that Byleth's here because <laughs> I love three houses. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's. And- I mean, we we can go back and forth all day about things that we would have rather been there, but. I'm, I'd rather have Byleth than not have Byleth. Yeah. Okay. So. At the end of the day, Byleth's here. Destroy people with your arrow. Do some cool aerial combos. Swing your bow around. It's fun. And Byleth is way cooler than Corrin. Fight me. Yeah. Yeah. Creamed Corrin. I'm so funny. What? Is that, is that what you call him? Creamed Corrin. Oh. <sighs> Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> and that's the smash bit, peeps. Yeah, we're Thanks done. for listening. Where do we go from here, boys? Do, I mean, is there anything else that either of you have to say about Byleth joining the game? We kind of talked about it a lot last week, mm-hmm. last time, last um, episode, on the last one. No, but I have other gaming news. <laughs> okay, hit me. Uh, Fire Emblem Heroes included Tokyo Mirage Session characters. Okay, cool. Really? Mm-hmm. That is pretty cool, actually. Yep. They included the main character and all the female party members. Really? Yeah. So That's not awesome. That, not that a lot of people play uh, heroes, and I rarely do, but I managed to grab That's five of them. Interesting. <laughs> nice. I I just need my favorite girl, Kyria. You, of course. You gotcha, oh, dumb. She's, uh, okay. Yeah, Kyria is... We, we will get there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's get there. All right. Um... Let the game that is the center of our discussion today. The games begin. The games. Let the games said, begin, as Yugi said. In we're going. Show. We're going to discuss Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp Fe Encore, which is the Encore specifically means it's the re-release for the Switch. The rest this, of this it is after. a bunch of nonsense. Um, <laughs> I can I can explain every other part for you. If you yeah, like. I I could too, but I think you'll do a better job. So could you please explain the title of of Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp Fe? So I'm gonna st- I'm just gonna go through a quick history of this game. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this game came out in 2015 for the Wii U, and it had really bad PR. Uh, partly as because as did everything on the Wii U. As did everything in the Wii U, but. Um, they promote the very first promotional material for this was a Shin Megami Tensei and Fire Emblem crossover game, and mm-hmm. it was not this. It was mm-hmm. the first teaser they ever showed, if I remember, was just like a bunch of Fire Emblem characters along with like Shin Megami Tensei characters, just like on a screen, just coming in and out, just showing you some of the characters, and people were really excited about that. Instead, we got a Japanese idol game, and people were mad about it. Yeah. But I bring that up. I love it. But I bring that up because the title is I'm gonna go backwards. Yep. Encore, it's the re release. F E, Fire Emblem, Sharp. Yeah. Music. Sharp Session- it's it's like by like you'll see things that are like when a new Smash character comes out, you see Super Smash by whatever other series because another series is being represented in the game, mm-hmm. but instead of the X symbol for by, it's uh, the sharp symbol. Yeah, it's music. the cross. Yep. Um, and then Tokyo Mirage Sessions is Shin Megami Tensei backwards, letter-wise. Yeah, SMT, SMT instead of TMS. And then Tokyo is because it takes place in Japan. Mirage, Mirage is, the is the personas in the game of this game. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then sessions is a the, combo system that you can do in the game. Yeah, it's the main gameplay mechanic in, in the party system. So it is, at its core, it plays very similarly to Persona uh, mm-hmm. or, oh, or yeah. Shin Megami Tensei. Oh, man. Um, and the by F, FE uh, part of it comes in in that there's a weapon triangle. So, like, some of the enemies have visible swords and you'll know that they'll be weak to spear attacks Mm -hmm. so it's not just physical attacks in this game like in persona where there was like melee and gun but it's it's sword lance and axe attacks and the level up screen looks very similar to fire emblem and some of the skill screens and like a lot of the menuing is very similar to fire emblem and there are some names of characters from Fire Emblem games that are characters in this game. But overall, I would say it's much more a, a Persona game. But instead of being high school students that go to the... Uh-huh. What is Shadow it called? Realm. The Shadow Realm, whatever it's called, um, to, to steal the hearts of shitty adults. Instead, you are Japanese teenagers who are entering the world of celebrity and becoming Japanese idols, and you enter the idolosphere where you fight mirages, which are specters that steal the performa or entertaining mm-hmm. spirit of people in the world. And it kills them? Uh, what does it do to them? It just makes them, like, lethargic and <clears throat> Yeah, okay, nasty. so it's, like, zombie-fied type of thing? Yeah. Okay, I get it. Okay. Um, and since these main characters have very strong performa, they are able to become mirage masters and work with them, to turn them into carnage forms, which are weapons, <laughs> which and... can then be used to fight the other mirages. Does this make sense yet? Does it make sense yet? It won't. <laughs> it won't. Until you either watch uh, or play it. But there's be. a lot going on here. Yeah, yeah. there is. I, 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 I want Ray to take the reins on this conversation, but I want to start off with my my story with this game because Ray showed me this this game a few mm-hmm. years ago or mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and. I, I think it was shortly after I played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, mm-hmm. and I just had a foul taste in my mouth about JRPGs. Oh, okay. Um, and specifically, there was a screen that showed, like, your character by Krom and um, oh. uh, Subasa by Seda. And I just got this idea that, like, there was a gotcha system in this game and you could unlock a million different mirages to be befriend. And I don't think that's an element of this game or if it is, it's very limited it's or not. not as important as it is in Xenoblade Chronicles, um, which is good. And second, in between that time and this time, I have played Persona 5 and Fire Emblem Three Houses and having th- both of those games be so fresh in my memory and be such positive experiences, like jumping off of those into this, I had a really positive experience with this game. But without that framework that was built up by Persona and by Fire Emblem, I, the first time I tried it, I was like very put off by it. So I don't know if that's worth anything, but anyway, go on. Go off, Ray. I, I know you got shit to say. I know you've been taking notes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, so I went back to the Wii U version, and I checked my hours. I have two save files. Um, I have over 100 hours in this game, (laughs) and I've restarted it three times now. Um, it's probably one of my favorite games. I don't think it's a perfect game, and we'll get into that later, but a lot of it comes from the aesthetic of the game, and also the gameplay, which is very persona light. Mm Mm-hmm. Because similar to Persona, you go into dungeons, but you don't have a time limit. You can leave any time. You can leave any time. You can save any time. You can heal your party to full health on the overworld for 160 yen, where you normally get like at least 500 from a regular fight at any time, which is awesome. Especially for like, I've been playing it in short bursts before I go to bed. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I would never be able to do with Persona. <laughs> um, but I just think it's a fun game. I don't think it's as serious as either Fire Emblem or Persona. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. That's not what it's trying to be. This game knows it's trying to be a lighthearted RPG that features Japanese idol media culture. Mm-hmm. And that's fine for what it is. And it's not for everyone. Yeah. 
Um, but before I keep going, I want I want to know what Terrence thinks about this game. Okay, this is another game that I went into blindly. You know how if somebody gives you, they, somebody can give you as much information as you could possibly need, but until you see what the information is used for, it doesn't stick. We can tell you what this game is, and we it this this makes this episode feel kind of futile because like we can talk to you all day about what it is and what makes it good, but you're not gonna really know until you actually play it or see exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. I went into this game completely forgetting that uh, Ray mentioned in the past that it was a Shinigami Tensei game and um, had no idea it was Fire Emblem related at all. And also just had no idea that it had anything to do with music or was actually Final Fantasy X2. And um, it's not Final Fantasy X2. There's like <laughs> dancing and singing in that show, uh, that game too. But um so I go into this game and I, I I watch the opening cinematic and I'm still like, what on earth is going on? Like, I don't, people are disappearing there at an opera. Nobody's fighting. Am I supposed to di- sing my way into heaven? Like, I don't, I didn't know. <laughs> you what, are, you really what are. I was supposed to do. So I get into the game and, and I, yeah, a couple things come to mind. First thing I'm like, wow, this is really, really similar to Persona. I wonder why. That's crazy. So I'm like going around and people are disappearing and then I get into my first fight and I'm like, well, I look exactly like a Fire Emblem character. And then I meet Krom and I'm like, okay, well, that's 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 a little that that's that's (laughs) cheating. He doesn't look anything like Krom and he probably stole that. But at the beginning, they said, you know, any likeliness is just a coincidence. I thought it was a joke. And uh, I'm seeing all these pieces going to play. So now that I hear what the name actually means. If I had, like, <laughs> it's literally every thought I had about the game. I, I, like, you can piece it together. You can pretty much, uh, see where they're coming from. The game, uh, also reminded me a lot of pretty much all the things that I, that hold true about most JRPGs. But I will bring up this really quickly. Um, when it comes to some of the, some of the things that other JRPGs do, they did it very smoothly, which makes sense because you said it was like what redone, re-released. Yeah. So uh, the 3D uh, scenes where the character is uh, making movements in 3D seem way more natural than any G- JRPG that I've seen, and also the voice acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I- I- am I mistaken to say that this is fully voice acted? Because it's... every time, uh, or at least every sentence, they at least start off by saying it, uh, what they're saying in Japanese. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're saying the whole thing because I don't speak Japanese, but it seems like anything that happens, like anytime yeah. they're talking to me, except uh, when I'm reading my text messages, uh, or what are they called? Topic. Topic Topics. Topics. Um, anytime I'm interacting with a with a character, they seem to voice act everything. Yeah, but they speak yeah. Japanese, which makes it so much better for me because I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah, so. you you uh-huh. there is not an English audio track. Um, you but there is still the audio auto advance feature from newer JRPGs, which I I love so much, mm-hmm. and it is very much like watching an anime. Like I'm reading uh-huh. the dub or I'm reading the subs and I'm listening to them, and that's. It works. It's fine. It's fine it for me. Works. It definitely works. <laughs> yeah, so this game is not localized for voice acting. Uh, mm-hmm. Partially because music and singing are a big part of the game, and it would have taken a lot of extra time, money, and effort to localize all of the music and have yeah. English yeah. voice actors right. also sing the songs and also do good translations of the songs. So I can see why they didn't do yeah. that. I'm not, and that's I'm fine. Not it works. It. Yeah, it, no, I love it. Works. It's beautiful. The soundtrack is is amazing. And might, might I add, the English voice actors for JRPG video games specifically tend to be a little much more than I I'd like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I, 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 my head immediately goes to Xenoblade Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the main character Rex, his voice was intolerable. But uh bro, that was a slog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was bad. But uh, yeah. Sorry if I was dissing anybody. I didn't. I don't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> but continue, Ray. Um. Yeah. So let's talk about the gameplay and combat, because like that's the big thing, and then I'll go into everything else after that. So you have a party of of what turn ends up to be three people, and you're on a stage, and there's enemies as the audience watching you, kind of like Paper Mario, but not like that at all. And you have options to attack or do special moves, 
And as you progress through the tutorial, you learn about sessions, which are moves that link from other moves that your party members can do. So if you do a sword special attack and somebody else has a session that goes into like a spear attack, that person will also do an attack. So it's kind of like if you played Persona 5, it's the weakness, uh, mm -hmm. the the all-out attack weakness gate uh, But it's all mechanic. automated. It's but not it's like... Like, once you start the session, the game will automatically pick the session skills that are most advantageous on that move. Right. Um, so you don't have to, like, pick the... Well, I can I can pick the sword to lance combo, and the lance will do more damage, but if I pick the sword to fire combo, then the other person can session off of that. The sword, the game will know. Yeah. And we'll just pick the one that, the, the link that's going to be the best for you. Yeah, the game optimizes the sessions, and that's literally how combat will work for mm -hmm. you, aside from doing buffs and stuff. If you start your move by using a special move that the enemy has a weakness to, you will you will engage a session and do extra damage. Yes, you'll do extra damage, and you'll also get extra money and items. Mm -hmm. The more session, the more session combos you do, yep. which is fun. And performa. And performa, yes, which you need to to get new carnage forms and whatnot. But that is the basic gameplay of Tokyo Mirage Sessions: is that you take you 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 do you know basic t turn based RPG stuff, but with a twist of sessions. And it works really well for this game because it feeds into the whole uh, uh, Japanese media thing. This game is very aesthetic for Japanese pop culture. Yeah, it's an Atlas game. It's an Atlas game. And so everything you do is somehow at least tangentially related to acting or singing or performing on a stage. And that includes the sessions because... You know, what's a session aside from a jam? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I want to I want to know what y'all think about the gameplay, because I love it, but I played a lot of this game. And so getting sessions is like the I thing. love it, too. Like you said, like it's like Persona Light. And I love that. I never got a chance to finish Persona 5. I got over 100 hours into it, but I, I didn't get a chance to finish off the game. I still want to. And, and I I don't think that I, you know... And I don't even like making this comparison, but I don't think that I like this game as much as Persona. Um, mm -hmm. But I do like it a lot, and it is—it's easier to play, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's easier to grind. There's like a whole grinding mini game that makes it really easy to optimize your characters exactly how you want. Um, I talked about the money situation a little bit. Like I said, you can fully heal your party for 160 yen. If you go into one of these grinding minigames, you can find an item in there at least once per trip, which takes about 5-10 minutes maybe, and one those items sell for 50,000 yen. And it's like, okay, so if you want money, you can like you can grind it out really quick. The game has no you you play how you want to play. You can set yourself up to the difficulty level that you want to be set up at and like it's very much you have control over your pl gameplay experience and i and i like that a lot mm -hmm. what about you terrence uh the game like i mean you guys said it the gameplay is definitely a pretty seamless blend of the persona 5 mechanic and just the basics of the three houses like uh rock paper scissors thing that i you know dabbled into when i got into three houses i mean i didn't go as far as you guys it, it, it i think it's fair for you to compare it to persona 5 just because of when this game is re-releasing, I mean, they chose they chose this time very well. I mean, it's a good time for these type of JRPGs. They seem to be really hitting, specifically with the Switch. So I think I think it was a good idea. But it's still a JRPG, you know. It's not it's not a game that gives you full control over the players like other games that are coming out are like you know that that seems to be a, a major focus for games progressing into you know the future is having more control over the character and everything they do this is a this is a turn-based um you know strategy game and uh i would i would personally like to see jrpgs you know uh try to try to play with that a little bit i feel mm -hmm. like there's room to keep mm -hmm. that strategy aspect while giving you just a little bit more control a little bit more real time yeah yeah, yeah. 
and so Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. Yeah, yeah, like Kingdom Hearts. Final which, Fantasy Seven I mean, remake. But then they, I don't like Kingdom Hearts one and two. A, one and two. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you know, besides that, the game it, it looks. I, I do like how this game looks. I like what they're doing with it. I like the idle part, just because it shows you. It keeps true to some themes and some things that uh, you know Japanese games are like that. Really, that thing, uh, culture that is really enjoyed in Japan mm-hmm. uh, in this game and trying to like uh, feed it to us in like digestible portions. I mean, because in America there aren't too many big games about being a pop star. Like, yeah, yeah, and that that's nothing new from japan like that that, that's but i will say i um there are some things that i dislike well let's 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 save that i think it's time for us to go on a quick side quest like maybe okay maybe somebody needs us to uh i don't know have your fortune read yeah yeah let's let's go on the side quest to to have our fortune read so it's really just a tutorial to teach us how the fortune telling mechanic works in the game but Ray, what is what is the uh, what is the crystal ball saying? It, it's saying you need to do some advertisements. Whoa, hmm. weird. Mm. Well, I'll try. I'll, I'll just try spin one up. I'll just <laughs> I'll just try to spin one up out of thin air. Did it just get, did it just say that, or did it give you any? Did it give you no. anything? It just no, it to... just says do advertisements. Ooh, weird. Oh, that is weird. Hey, y'all! I've been staring into this crystal ball for like five minutes now and it finally gave me uh, something to advertise uh it just said cryptid keeper so i'm gonna talk about the cryptid keeper from the lunar light studio network cool i'm ready to hear this i'm strapped in what common ground do an appalachian folklorist and a horse savvy scream queen have i don't know what cryptids Come laugh, learn, and get creeped out as best friends Alex and Addison take a lighthearted look at the weird, wild unknowns of the world. Uh, the Cryptid Keeper is a fun little co- uh, podcast where where the hosts talk about um, uh, one specific cryptid each week, and they have really fun conversations that are very insightful about the human experience. Uh, Ray, Terrence told me to ask you if there are any episodes that they've done about feet cryptid. Um, yeah, actually... Define feet. Just like cryptids that are feet or are all about feet. They have. So they've done. Really. They've done cryptids that are just long legs. Does that count? Just long legs. Yeah. Is that gonna do it for you, Terrence? I mean, legs, feet, feet. uh, It's a little different here. Let me send you a picture of the Fresno Nightcrawler. Okay, hold on. Okay. This is important. The Fresno Nightcrawler. Checking my. Direct messages from one LRA. Yeah, hold on. I need to. No, so that's the real picture of the Fresno Nightcrawler. Ugh. Um, mm-hmm. that's legs. Uh huh. And do you want to see some uh, fun artist renditions? And you don't hate that at all, right? Oh no, I love the Fresno Nightcrawler. I'm a big fan of the Fresno Nightcrawler. He loves it because it lives on the other side of the country from him. And it's not a breather. It doesn't mm-hmm. breathe because it's only legs. Here's an artist legs no rendition. Lungs. Hashtag legs no lungs. Let's get it trending, folks. Mm. There you go. Oh. Oh. That's just cute. Some, just some little friends. Just kicking to the crotch. Yeah, they're just legs. They're just long I, legs. You know what? I despise all of this. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> that is horrifying. That's... Anyway, they cover stuff like the Fresno Nightcrawler, Krampus, ghosts. Sometimes they're scientifically not defined as cryptids, but it's their podcast. They can do what they want. Uh, It's really fun. I really definitely do want to live in a world where I can't prove whether or not this exists. Rather than (laughs) knowing it exists like I do currently. So that's Um, what Cryptid Keeper is all about. It's just living on that living on that edge of fear and and love and safety uh, that, that comes from the Cryptid Keepers. The Cryptid Keeper is out every other Sunday right now. Every other Sunday, learn how to be a Cryptid Keeper. Go do it. I will do it. Me first. Now, 
Another thing that you can't prove whether or not it exists is ghosts. Mm-hmm. Which has almost nothing to do with this next podcast. Well, especially especially if the ghosts are artificial. If it's artificial, <laughs> it's like it, you're telling me it's fake, but also it is there. It, it's real. So know? it's a... So, like, what would you call that? And also... Radio doesn't exist anymore. It's only podcasts and Spotify. So what do we even do with this information? The radio is the ghost. The ghost is from the radio. Artificial Ghost Radio is a Sisyphean music recommendation podcast hosted by... Hoded. That's French. They host and host. silent us. They hoded. Uh-huh. Hosted. It's a Sisyphean music recommendation podcast hosted by quiz keeper Miles Lazarus and tomb dweller Mars Garbayo. Every other week, they challenge each other to find songs based on completely arbitrary themes and discuss them while making goofs along the way. Then they spin the wheel of discord! I'm trying uh, to get a different read every time. Uh, and they talk about a random song from the challenger's library. Any song that the wheel of discord lands on, they must have a discussion about it. And you can find Artificial Ghost Radio every other Saturday on LunarLightStudio.com and wherever else you might find your podcasts, perhaps in Fresno. I've been staring at this crystal ball and I think it's talking to me. Can we can go? You throw it away? Shatter let's it right pr- now. Please throw it away. <laughs> okay, let's go. Come on. I'm let, really let creeped out. Let's pop this stand and go listen to some pop. Let's talk about Japanese stand. pop idols again. Yeah, that was a really weird, dark detour that we took. But let's get <laughs> back into the world of bright and happy and cheery pop music that is Tokyo Mirage Sessions' Sharp F.E. Encore. Oh my gosh, I said it right. You did it. It's um, time for a compliment sandwich. A compliment sandwich. Okay, you were you were kind of trying to lean into some things that you didn't like about the game. I've got I one was. big complaint, but I'll let you go first. So, uh, should I lead with the light, uh, end with the heavy? However you think you want to do. Okay, some light stuff. I want to know you, your your opinions on the the necessity of blobs of color to represent people who don't matter. Oh, I like it. That's very anime. That's a very yeah. anime thing. That's a it thing is. that's in Persona, but I mm-hmm. like that they're colorful because that adds it goes to the with aesthetic it. Yeah, of yeah. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. See, I was always wondering, so you think it is just an artistic view as opposed to negligence or laziness? Uh, I I wouldn't call it negligence or laziness. I I do know, like, it's an enormous game, Mm -hmm. so it Mm -hmm. might be a bit of a concession at, you know, in some regard, but, like, I I think it it is a stylistic slash logistical decision. Okay. But Mm -hmm. I like that they're colorful instead of just gray like you see in a lot of anime. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it's stark when like something bad happens and people's performance is being sapped because everything turns all the people turn gray at turn that gray, point. Yeah. And yeah. it's a stark contrast to the live and li- the lively energetic Tokyo, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm always I mean it's it's one of those like why not uh, things that always comes through my head when I see stuff like that. It's like so they do a really good job of of putting everything the game has into the aspects they want you to focus on. That's awesome. But anything they don't want you to focus on, they put no, no. detail into. Yeah. Like, at all. Which, uh, on, on one side, it completely enhances the gaming experience because it makes you love the game side of the video game you know yeah it doesn't make it as immersive and i don't think jrpgs are supposed to be immersive but why not you know what i mean like it we've we've come far enough and i get this is like a re a redo um but that's always one thing that's been uh you know not necessarily a huge complaint that's why i said i'm leading with it yeah but Mm -hmm. like um what like what would happen like would it hurt to make them people or to make yeah. that empty room that you can just go into you know like to Give make character models you're yeah, saying yeah. to like just background characters yeah exactly instead of just being like you only have to go these ways don't even worry about anything else mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm. yeah uh, i can I... see that i think that the screen would be too cluttered in in shibuya if you just if everybody was detailed because there's a lot of people just walking around yeah I, I agree with Ray. I see where you're coming from, definitely. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, I for personally, sure. like, I don't know. Maybe it's just, some, like, I've gotten used to it. I've gotten used to 
Because we kind of had a similar discussion when we were talking about um, Fire Emblem. And when we were, you said that Fire Emblem didn't look as good as it should. And, and Ray parroted that, like that apparently a lot of the people on the internet were not happy with how poor it looks. And I've heard similar things from other friends of mine that newer, like Nintendo Switch games specifically, are not as graphically intense as they should be. But like, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I like the cartoony, poppy nature of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, the aesthetic informs the gameplay informs the mood informs the tone like it all goes hand in hand and if if the people in the background were more like real people that would make the whole thing feel more grounded which i like the i i I like how it feels kind of almost dreamlike Uh like the whole game Mm -hmm. is is very there's there's solar lens flares on everything there's sparkles on everything it's very celestial i I'm in love with the the level up menu. Okay. Like it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think that it all adds together, but I, I definitely see where you're coming from too. Yeah, no, I definitely get it. Um, you said you had another. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, right? before I get into that, I don't, I don't mind, you know, like, cause they do a good job of making it. So it doesn't take away from you enjoying the game. Yeah. Like that's huge. That's super important, which is why I'm saying it's not that big of a deal. But I can't help but at least present the question, like, is this where we're staying for JRPGs Heard. forever? Yeah, you know? yeah that's that, fair. It, and, and then if that's the case, then we aren't supposed to expect it like it to look better. Because it would be weird if they looked hyper-realistic and we still had the blobs in the back. That like that, that would clash, That's right? true, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, another, uh, a little bit deeper for me, uh, sex in this game, like... I'm not saying I'm just talking about the sexual like the the, the turning literally the opening scene where you meet Subasa. Mhm. They start on her feet, rise up her very long legs mm-hmm. to her chest and freeze and then cut to her head. Yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. what? That's my like, big complaint about this game. Uh-huh. Two words. Too, yeah. Too horny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. for sure. For oh, sure. wait till you get to me. Just you wait, but please continue. Yeah. But, like, okay, and I get it. Like, that's, you know, anime. I mean, an- animes nowadays have been doing a, a little better. No, not really at all. It's it's different than, like, I know we had this complaint a little bit about Persona, but this is a whole different. It is different. It is, is different. a whole different The fact that they freezed on her chest. I was like, okay, yeah. like... And All right. meeting Miss Maiko mm-hmm. and her yeah. like blouse is open. And it's like, like yeah, uh-huh. the button's like open. Yeah. I, and you know, it's fine gross. if that's what it. But like, yeah. like <laughs> thanks. I, that that was huge for me because it it struck out immediately. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just like how how much my brain has been changed for it. But like, I was like, oh okay, like yeah, it's hi gross. Subasa. Like <laughs> glad that's the first thing I noticed about you. Because that's um, not who she is. Exactly. No. And it's not she who is... Itsuki is either. No. Like, yeah, he's a yeah, very wholesome exactly. boy. They're both very good wholesome characters. Yeah. And their their sexualization does not it convey anything about them. Yeah. Uh, sorry. It doesn't. Um, besides the fact that they want you to see how what they detail wise what they did. It's like, like it 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 can be read as I, I, not to the credit of the game, but it's an it's an interesting look into what the world of idols is like in J-pop, mm. and okay. okay, like that that's 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 all that's it. You know, just get young, very young, very attractive people up on the stage and just look at them, just look at them go. They're not people; they're idols. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. Okay, so go off, Ray. Strap in. So there has been co- there have been controversies about this game. The original game, when it came out, there was DLC, and there was controversy about some of the outfits, and some of those never came to the U.S., I believe. But the mm-hmm. big thing is that uh, both in the original and re-release, there's a chapter, chap- this, the next chapter, chapter two, I think, where it's focused on modeling, right? Okay. Here and... We go. The pictures are very revealing for the female characters that are shown, and they censored that for the U.S. release. They're not as, you know... Horny? Yep. Um, But for the re-release, 
uh, they did the U.S. version for both America and Japan, and people in Japan were going to protest by not buying the game because they got the censored version. <laughs> now, that also That's means... Depressing. This also is a thing. They changed parts of that of Chapter 2 because it, the focus was shifted slightly from the horniness to mm-hmm. just, like, modeling in general. Mm-hmm. So that's also a thing that we have to to wrap our heads around. That that major part was censored. That's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Because when you said this game too horny, I'm like, oh, it's less horny, actually. Yeah. Well, that's. I it's, mean, this is the watered down version. <laughs> yes, this is the watered down version. <laughs> that doesn't. That you know. Hmm. Doesn't feel too good. Um. So yeah, that's that's one of the things. Still love the yeah. game. A little icky, though. Mm. It's also... I <laughs> hate to bring it up a third time, but I defended Paladins by saying it's horny for everybody. Mm-hmm. That is not mm-hmm. the case in this game. Oh, yeah, no. No, 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 they no. They are normal, normal-ass dudes. <laughs> the normalest. <laughs> the normalest dudes. <laughs> and, you know, I wanted to talk about that, too. Um, it's key is the protagonist, and yep. he's, he's incredibly normal and boring as... <laughs> And that's As the thing. He is. Anime protagonists usually are. Um, but I like him. Like, I, yeah. He's got a little bit more to him than just like the nobody every guy yeah. vibe that you get from mm-hmm. a lot of these games and these these stories. And I, I mean, I don't think that I could hold a conversation with him because he's really mm-hmm. boring, but mm-hmm. I, he's like good dude and yeah. I like him. So the reactions you're. Oh, I'm sorry, Ray. What? Oh, I was just going to say, the thing about Itsuki is that they make that a, a plot point and character ve- development for him. I know he, both of you haven't gotten too far, but he mm-hmm. gets skills and his arc is trying to figure out what he is in the entertainment industry because he's yeah. so bland and he's bad at everything. Yeah. Um, so I'll let I, you discover I, that for yourself. I agree with you, Joe. He is boring, but I understand where you're coming from because the reactions he's allowed to have all seem very reasonable and like challenging like he you know you can decide to to like um not take the super i'm into you direction that like or i or the super i can't you can the right like there's like, like a, a passive one yeah and a, and a more like and a more like jerk uh, route. yeah yeah exactly well, i thought so too and i wanted to see it there's a conversation that i I had with Miss Maiko and she, and like everyone was in the office and she was like maybe later on you and I can have a private lesson and one of the options like one of them was like I don't think so and then the other one was like of course yeah and I picked of course because I was like I wonder I wonder just where this is gonna go and everyone was like oh my god Itsuki what are you talking about <laughs> and he was like well I just think that she's like really talented and I want to get some good advice from her like what's what's the deal. <laughs> So here's here's a fun fact. Um, Later on, there's some new gameplay mechanics, and that includes getting some special attacks with multiple party members. One of them is 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 between Itsuki and Tsubasa, and to unlock it, you have to get like secret social points by doing the right answers in certain like of those choices, and that's one of them that you talked about, Joe. Oh, and I took the wrong answer. And you took the wrong answer. Oh and, no! And you can get locked out of this. This. Uh, this. You know this what? Attack. I don't care because <laughs> I, know, I do I'm not just... care about Itsuki and Tsubasa falling in love at all. Oh I, no! I but want it's not about that. Did, oh, I was about to say, did I mess up at the beginning? Probably. But you said it's not about that. It's <laughs> about. It's about supporting her as yeah. a, okay. an entertainer. It's if you choose like the, even when you're trying to Tsubasa and you're like, oh yeah, let's. Like, you like super cute. Oh, ho, ho. Like, that's not the right answer either. It's literally your choices that support her becoming an idol. Because the actual protagonist of this game is Tsubasa. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And you're the support. Yeah. I mean, she has the main character storyline. Her sister's missing. She got this random power. She wants to figure out what. And And hers is definitely more powerful than Itsuki's. Like, Mm. she has the strongest performa out of any of them. But Um, that doesn't mean she's a leader. Right. Exactly. And, no. and that's that's a very Fire Emblem thing, is that the protagonist that you play as is, is not the focus of the story. It's, you're the tactician. Like, you get tactician skills. Right. Um, this leads me into um, my, the, my favorite things about this game. 
I really like the characters, and a lot of that comes from the side stories that you unlock. Yeah. Because they reveal a lot about the specific characters and what their motivations are for joining the media industry or developing themselves. And it's it upturns some stereotypes. Yeah. Uh, I really like the right-hand man, Ryuji. I mean, um... Uh, Toma. Toma. <laughs> yeah, but but Ryuji, for sure. Uh-huh. For sure. Um, I don't want to spoil this for people, especially you two, but Kiria has a very good arc. Okay. Kiria rules. She's the cool and collected she's, calm girl. She is, she's so cool. There's yeah. more to her. Yeah. you Just you, like you, every single I, character. I can tell. I don't know if anyone can, but I can tell that right from the get-go. Like, she's... Like, like the first message she sends you is like a sticker or like a mm-hmm. like a little emoticon that's uh-huh. like yay or something like that, and and then she follows it up with sorry, I sent that on accident. Yep, and you, you got you it. know she didn't send it on accident. She's <laughs> just like anxious. You got it. Boom. That's then that's like her arc is. She is cool. What's great is that she has a branding, and there's a lot of um, pressure and expectation for that. In yeah. In, you know, the media. And that's what she grapples with is, can she become a different... Hold on to herself. Of, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. While presenting herself in a Whoa, new and more spoilers. personal way. <laughs> oh, no. It's about developing as people. And I want to can- talk briefly about one other thing um, that I really like about this game. Or, I don't know. It was just my first impression. And I, it made me laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're starting up the game... You the game asks you, do you want to play normal mode <laughs> <Yeah>. or? <laughs> I forgot about. I had to. I wanted to talk about it, but I forgot about this. Yeah. Do you want to play on easy or normal or hard? You can change at any time. It's okay. Just mm-hmm. you know, like whatever you want. So you pick your difficulty setting, and then it's like, do you want Subasa to have glasses or not have glasses, <laughs> or you can't make up your mind. And I'm like, who's Subasa? Or choose for me. That's what they <laughs> Yeah, choose for me. I can't make up my mind. I just can't figure it out. You can change it at any time. And those are the only two yeah. options yep. that you can choose at the beginning of the game. <laughs> I laughed really hard because that's not in the original. It's uh, so wild. Why though? It's like uh, it's like what's your kink type of stuff. Yeah. Like also you're going to spend a lot of time looking at this girl, and that's that's what the game is about, is looking at this girl, right? Oh, Do you want yeah. her to wear glasses for your for your enjoyment? For your for your horny glasses? I laughed so hard and was also reeling in disgust. Yeah. It was so funny. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that, and I just was like, am I this character? Is that, is that, am I who is glasses Subasa? or not glasses? You're, like, you're that was the like, custom who? Age, custom who is Subasa? <laughs> 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 assuming that you've because they know the first game like the original re- release tank yeah. and only fans would well it get says this. it says subasa is one of the characters that you'll meet along the way and oh, i'm like okay. well is she a main character or is she like, like a side character later on or like also right. why do i care <laughs> and then you're like oh it's because i talked oh no they, they had a little bleep too they were like uh sorry Ray, what'd you say oh i i just said it's because you're gonna talk to her a lot yeah stupid is that they had little bleeps like this will be important for um, people who are who want that glasses aesthetic. If you're or something an eyewear like aficionado. Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh my goodness, so stupid, so stupid. I was I'm like, not here to kink shame, but I don't know it what this still means. made me laugh. <laughs> I was just like, I don't care. This is reminding me of the like discussion mechanic when you're talking to people, and when you're talking to somebody one on one, a lot of times it'll like just pop them up on the screen in front of you like a little model of them and uh-huh. they'll like move around mm-hmm. and emote and i do really love that yeah because they change their emotions like live during the one chat, text yeah. yeah like like you'll you'll hear them reading the sentence and then like the next sentence on the same text bubble will show up and they will change how they're talking yeah um even though like i mean you see that like in video games like it's if you imagine another video game, like you'll see one text bubble show up, and their face will, the portrait will be in the bottom corner with their emotion during that entire text yep, bubble. Freeze frame. Mm-hmm. But it's like the next level of that. Yeah, which is, it's really cool. It is it's, really it's, cool. It's a really cool detail, and there's a lot. Like as annoying as it is that that mechanic is in the game, so that you can ogle the anime girls. Like it's also and Toma, you, and Toma, obviously. Um, it, like 
beyond that, I, I don't. I, I like looking at them and like, oh, I'm, I'm having a conversation with my friend and I'm seeing how they're reacting to the situation and right. like, it's it's nice, it's cool. And you forgot Barry, but uh, yeah, you um, let's not no. talk about. I Barry. think that's something that you can learn. <laughs> I, I think that's something that uh, RPGs can learn to use. Because although this RP, I didn't say JRPG on purpose. I so this this works for this JRPG, but I also feel like if in other RPGs you interact with with people and they reacted, how they would react throughout the whole conversation in real time, that would take RPGs to a whole other level, yeah. like Fallout. without even trying. You know, yeah. my first yeah, thought is Fallout. Fallout. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like you, you're on one screen and they just have an angry scowl on yeah, their face, yeah. and you're they're waiting for your reply, and it, it just takes you like, and this this is the kind of thing like that must have taken so yeah, much work, yeah, to time out all of those facial cues during, and and that's probably also another reason that they couldn't have bothered, you know, uh, porting Extra it to people. an English, an oh English yeah, port. yeah, like. That that must have taken so much time yeah. to to get those keyframes right, but yeah. Anyway, that's uh, it's there's a lot. I only played this game for a few hours. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, there's a lot. Is. I have one final thing. Um, if, Hit me. Uh, this game has DLC that was included in the first pack, but also or the first release, and also some new content that in the form of some special stuff that I won't spoil and also costumes, new costumes for people, mm. including uh, some Three Houses and Persona 5 costume. Oh, which... that's cool. Well, folks, uh, I think that about gets us to the conclusion of our conversation. Do we all think that we're going to continue playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore after this episode goes out? I will lead. I'm not going to play it um, because, well, I, you know what? I'm not going to say why because there's there's a, there's a there's a solid amount of reasons why I'm not going to play this game. Some are like game situations. Some are life situations. Some are I could be playing something else situations. Yeah. But overall, mm-hmm. no, I don't think I'm going to continue to play this. I've been like hardcore addicted to sea of thieves lately and pretty much spending all of my free time playing that but despite that i still like when i turn in from that i take my switch to bed and i play this to wind down <laughs> it's a really good lullaby game um and i probably surprisingly will to play it yeah surprisingly like it's 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 low stakes enough that you know i can i can stop after any battle and save it and you know i call it good and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna continue using it for that at least for a time i don't know if i'm gonna play it all the way to its end but it's treating it's been treating me right i missed it last night when you had my switch (laughs) oh um i'm gonna continue playing it despite the fact that i have over 100 hours in this game i have not beat it yet (laughs) um and i'm gonna beat it and i'm gonna listen to the music because it's Slaps. Music slaps. The music slaps so much. <laughs> oh man, who didn't even get a chance to talk about that? Like it's <clears throat> good. Yeah, I also didn't get a chance to talk about how the hard difficulty doesn't feel hard. But I don't it, know if that's it. It does. It gets there. Okay. It gets, it gets there. there later. Yeah. Right. Um. Oh, I just said I bought the album for the music because it's that good. Yeah. Mm. And that's the only way I, as an American, can get it. Get it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Gaming New Horizons. You can find us on Twitter at GNHCast and reach out to us. Leave a review, please, uh, on iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We are going fully into this new rebrand and we've kind of taken the beginning of this new show to establish the groundwork and now we're excited to start getting some more guests on and uh, doing some more weird stuff. Um, So look forward to those changes as they come along. Please, please, um, you know, uh, support me with my tea soda and give me your ideas of different sodas you might want mm-hmm. to name this. Uh, in a few literally months we'll be any flavor out. would be better than chicken fat. Oh no, so. I wasn't talking about the flavor. We're keeping chicken fat because our next flavor will be a, a Swedish meatball, and I, I want you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Is it I weird like that I kind of want a Swedish want meatball that. flavored soda? I'm I want saying, that. Like, support me. Support your taste buds. Yeah. Tea soda every day. 
Thank you so much to Lunar Light Studio for hosting us and allowing us to shill Terrence's terrible, terrible soda <laughs> line. Um, I know, you know, it's fine. It's fine. This is our show. We can advertise your soda as much as we want. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening. This has been Gaming New Horizons. Yep. <laughs> Give me another. Give me another uh, oh. flavor for tea, for tea soda. Uh, wow. Um, what is that? Swedish meatballs, mm-hmm. uh, chicken fat, and then green beans. Green try beans. try green bean flavor pending. I think we're getting ready. Oh, is it tea like for Thanksgiving? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you thought it was Terrence soda? No, dude. Come on, get with it. <laughs> Until next time, stay gamer. Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. (laughs) I can't believe it was Thanksgiving the whole time. Thanksgiving the whole time. (laughs) How? Hey, Kyla. Yeah, Marty. What's your favorite scary movie? Well, that's an excellent question. You can find the answer to that if you listen to our podcast, Netflix and Kill. If you're a horror fan, you can hear us go through all the horror films on Netflix, good and bad. Find out which ones are worth watching. If you're a horror newcomer, don't be scared off. We go through the ropes and definitely make some jokes. So we hope you check us out. You can find our podcast at LunarLightStudio.com or iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes out every other Tuesday. May your nightmares be plentiful. plentiful.